Welcome to Fate Family in the Force. I'm Annabeth. And I'm Oliver. Fate Family in the Force is a podcast about just that, our faith, our family, and our experiences as Oliver is in the Air Force. We hope you enjoy the show, but first, a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by Not Delilah, and we have a discount code for y'all. Use Faith Fam Force at checkout for 15% off. That's Faith Fam Force and 15% off, all one word, Faith Fam Force. Christmas is coming up, and you're going to need to get your mom, girlfriend, sister, and all the other important women in your life presents. So I highly recommend shopping at notdelilah.com. Not Delilah has clothes perfect for every woman that are stylish, elegant, and comfortable. But if you are nervous about picking out clothes for women, they also have gift cards. And don't we all love some gift cards? I love that they have that option. It's so nice. Go to notdelilah.com to start shopping and use the code FAITHFAMFORCE at checkout for 15% off. That's notdelilah.com, promo code FAITHFAMFORCE for 15% off. What's going on, guys? So today we're going to be talking about mindfulness. It's part six of our eight-part journey of resiliency. Yes. So mindfulness is just paying attention, basically, being in the moment, on purpose, without judgment. Yeah, I love that. Totally in the moment, zen, about whatever the situation is going on, whether it's good, whether it's bad, you're there, you're present, and you're accounted for. For sure. And when I first kind of was listening to the video they have on this, again, just look at the link below if you haven't been listening. We're getting all this info. But when I first was watching the video and reading about mindfulness, I was like, I don't know if this is really, I would say, um, something that makes you resilient. But it said... Mindfulness makes you less likely to get caught up in worries about the future and regrets about the past. And that's what I think is going to make you resilient when you're not worrying about the future too much and you're not regretting the past too much. Ooh, I love that because how often have we regretted the past or how often do we just consistently worry about the future all the time? I mean, people lose sleep over it at night. So I think this is great to talk about being in the moment without judgment on purpose, this mindfulness mentality to really build on the foundation here of resiliency. Yeah. And I think we can always learn from our past and we can always look forward to the future and have that hope and just excitement about things to come. But I think there's something huge in just being in the present moment. Yeah, absolutely, guys. So more awareness in everyday life is going to increase our capacity for joy and boost our resilience just overall. Loving to be paying attention to this joy in everyday life. How do you think that is possible? If you just have more awareness in your everyday life, how do you think that brings more joy and boosts your resiliency? I think we as humans can be super Debbie Downers and negative Nancys and just focus on these small little things that are going wrong. When if we can take a moment, pause and look at what's going on and be in the situation, we can really begin to think like and count our blessings, essentially look at all the positives that are going on. And I think that 
directly correlates to becoming more resilient. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so one of the things that they said to do on here was a, what they say it was, mindfulness exercise for couples. So basically it says, make your relationship intentional, which you know, if y'all have listened to the podcast somewhat frequently, you know Oliver and I love some intentionality. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And this intentionalness, the biggest thing to get this across, and we talk about it all the time, is communications. And it says it right here. You can do this by asking your partner to tell you one thing you can do to show what he or she needs to feel loved and cared for. We do it every week in our marriage journal when we talk about what can I do for you this week? How can I show you love this week? Tell me because I can't read your mind. And it may be different this week. You may want something else or you may not want something else. Yeah, I love that. And if y'all know about love languages and if you don't, look it up and find out what your love language is. And that way your partner and you can better know what is going to make each other feel loved, whether it's quality time or touch or whatever the other ones are. Words of affirmation and things like that. I love it. So question, because they talk about mindfulness meditation in here. How helpful do you, because you're a little yoga person, how helpful do you think yoga would be to increase your mindfulness? I think it is helpful um, because a lot of yoga, they, at the beginning of class, will say, okay, what's your intention for today's practice? Or, you know, think of a word or a phrase and think about that throughout your practice today, things like that. And I think that's really helpful. And then also there's, you know, yoga videos on YouTube and stuff. I like to watch yoga with Adrian, uh, or not watch her, but do her yoga (laughs) on YouTube. Um, and she has like specific ones already picked out. So she'll say like, Oh, yoga for forgiveness, yoga for change, yoga for stress, like different things like that. Um, so you can even, if you want something like that specific, you have in mind that you would like to look for, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, but then also just not even yoga, but just meditation in general, where you might not be stretching and moving your body, but just sitting there and thinking about something. And that can be, you know, if you're a Christian, like reading through a couple verses several times and just thinking about it, reflecting on it, even writing it down or, um, you know, again, on YouTube, I'm sure you can find tons of meditations to do. Uh, And I think that can be super helpful. And even just short, like I know, have you heard of just different like breathing exercises to do throughout the day of like, um, for example, breathing in the present moment, letting go of stress. So like when you breathe in, you think be present. And when you breathe out, you think let go of stress or something like that. Yeah. I've heard different breathing techniques. Uh, I think a lot of, I think that's kind of the go-to thing people will tell others when you're handling stress or situations um, and you need to really control your body. I know our psychologist at work who works with all of us in our squadron will consistently tell us like if for leadership development and growing and giving speeches and flying a plane and doing all these things under stress, 
it's really important to control your your body, your emotions, your uh, body language, and breathing is like the easiest way to do that. And so, the fact that so many people like are bought in on making sure you breathe correctly and like take deep breaths and let them out and you know counting like count to ten, count to a hundred. I love that. I love that at all. We're going to spend a whole episode, I believe part eight is on physical resiliency, which I'm sure that will come back up again. Um, One of the things in the training it talks about is a body scan. I like this. Um, I don't think I would do this in like public. I think this is kind of like something you would do at the house if you're a little stressed out, but I guess you could do it in your workspace maybe. But essentially it's just becoming really still, closing your eyes and meditating, but like really feeling out where the stress is in your body. Because I do believe, like it says in here, that stress kind of manifests itself in different parts. And it says some people have that through a headache. Some people get stomach aches, nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach. I'm just kidding guys, but stuff like that. So just kind of like being present in your own skin, like physically present in your own skin. I think that can increase your mindfulness. Have you ever done a body scan like this before? Yes. Um, I did. I know we did one, a couple of yoga classes I've done like this where it's like they laid a rag over your head and put like lavender oil. You're very like aware and it's kind of interesting in a dark room and stuff. Um, but I, I do this sometimes if I'm really tired and want to try to go to sleep. I'll just like literally start from my fingertips and try to really feel my body all the way through like my arms, through my torso, down to my legs, all the way to my toes. And by the time I like think about it, I normally fall asleep. Yeah. So if you have not, if you don't know what we're talking about, I haven't done a body scan before, you can check out the link of the website and it explains it. But we'll also link some meditations, some yoga stuff and a body scan one that we find on YouTube and all of that good stuff. Yeah, so we'll link some of that stuff, as Annabeth said. Um, this last one, I think, is kind of funny, to be honest. It's mindful eating. That's why I didn't write it yeah, that we were probably going to skip talking about this. I just think it's, I guess, maybe like honoring like where your food came from and thinking about it. But I'm going to eat that Zaxby's sandwich and those chicken tenders as well as I'm going to eat a salad. So probably not thinking about it too much. However, I will plug that if you're eating healthy food and maintaining a healthy lifestyle, you're probably going to just be naturally more resilient. And we'll talk more about that too with other episodes to come. But it just, if you're feeling good, if life is good, things are going to be going better. I think I am all for mindful eating and eating, making sure you're putting healthy things in your body. I'm not, I'm not going to do what, how they explain mindful eating. And it's basically, they said, oh, pick up your food. Notice how it looks on the table. Feel it. Notice the weight. Put it in your mouth and see how it feels on your tongue. Like, Maybe that's cool for some people, but I'm not going to do all that. I am for mindful eating where I'm eating healthy and making sure I'm putting like good food into my body and fuel that I need to re-energize myself and, you know, I need vegetables and (laughs) all the things like that, but I'm not going to like take the time to feel and see how much my food weighs and how it feels against my skin and then hold it in my mouth before I chew it. I'm not about that. I, I don't think I could physically hold a chicken tender in my mouth besides burning my tongue and stuff, like just out of the sheer lack of willpower I have to not devour food consistently. Uh, so that's kind of funny. 
but I will think about what I'm eating and I'll be mindful and be in the present moment and think, wow, this Chick-fil-A tastes so good. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Although Chick-fil-A isn't that good. So what, uh, what's next? What's next to talk about mindfulness? Okay. The last question, I guess, do you think mindfulness is important for the military spouse? I feel like if you've listened to the past couple of couple episodes that I'm just kind of, you can see this downward trend of how I'm feeling about some of these building blocks to resiliency because reminder, that's ultimately what these eight parts series is kind of all about is learning how to become more resilient and taking all these little parts and making it whole. Um, of course, mindfulness is important, but out of so far, this is one's pretty down there on the list. Um, from outside of just being in the present moment and being okay with that and really doing some of the meditation stuff, I mean, it's okay. Like it's important, but not important. Yeah. I think I agree with you. Um, I think mindfulness and yeah, just being in the present moment can be helpful when you have so many unknowns in the military and you can't really, plan your future very well and then when you think you can the military's like oh changing it (laughs) just kidding um and so I think mindfulness can be helpful in that sense of just okay I can't stress about the future I can't control where we're moving I can't control what job my husband's gonna get etc so I think that can be helpful of I'm not gonna stress about the future I'm gonna stay just present in this moment and do what I can today and then I'll worry about tomorrow tomorrow you know what I mean so I think that can be really helpful um but yeah I kind of I I agree with you of I think it is important but not super important I think the meditation and body scan and you know the other things like that that we talked about are good just resources and good to do if you're stressed out one day or you need to say, okay, I'm worrying about the future too much. I'm regretting the past too much. I need something to just get me back um, focused on today and on what I need to be focusing on. I think that's a great resource and can be helpful. But I don't know if that would, I would say that that necessarily is going to just increase your resiliency that much. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, so while you were on your monologue about this, which I love because I love listening to you talk, uh, I did my whole body scan. So I'm feeling pretty mindful right now, and I'm pretty in the moment about this podcast episode, this part six. I love it. Okay, so like we said, we're going to link a bunch of stuff for you all to try. We're going to do a meditation, some yoga. All of that will be down there. Try it. Let us know what you think. We'll post some videos on social media this week, and we hope y'all are mindful as you go about your day.